you're listening to The Decay of Stilco, a D&D 5e actual play podcast. My name is Bree, and I will be acting as Dungeon Master for this campaign. This is episode 10, Trust. I'm Reverie Terribly, and I play Noctradamus, a tiefling sorcerer who is a gift from the stars. I'm Liliana, and I play Rowan, an elf rogue who doesn't trust anyone or anything. My name is Saki, and I'll be playing Eddie, a mischievous water genasi druid. My name is Vixie B, and I play Frill, a goliath bard with a tender heart. After cornering an elven man named Highland Valencia, our party tried to question him about what he knew of the hidden space buried beneath the arcane library. At first, he didn't trust them, but after a convincing display from the future council of his city, he decided to try his best. He warned them, however, that they would think him mad. They asked questions and received no real answers. He was unable to tell them anything, remaining silent and only when pressured, simply saying, I cannot tell you. And then, when the party refused to relent, he began an impassioned speech. Although the party could not make sense of anything he was saying, they saw that he knew himself to be speaking his truths. In an attempt to be understood, he took up his journal. Everything is here, he had said. The answers to all of their questions. But when they looked through, page by page, they realized that it was affected by some sort of unfamiliar magic. Studying the journal, Noct realized that the enchantment seemed similar to the magic affecting his own certificate of birth. He took his time and found only one familiar scribbling among the garbled words, the heart of the city. But Noct knew that the heart was carefully guarded, and getting close enough would be a challenge. The group proposed a plan. They would tell their guardians that in an effort to bond, they would take a trip to the underground hot springs. The hot springs, conveniently, near the heart. Before they could enact their plan, a disturbance in the forest took their attention. A gatherer had found himself attacked by what he described as trees. It had grown late, and as the sun was setting, the party chose to stay the night in the home of Frill, planning to investigate early in the morning and lay the citizens' fears to rest. The shadows in the forest, they thought, couldn't possibly be anything they couldn't handle. Thank God for editing, because, <laughs> wow, it's going to be. effort. Thanks. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I really, I'm really excited about this. And also I'm scared because it's like getting close to the, the end. And... Close to the oh! end. There's no end. Don't we're signed up for like a million episodes. Oh, yeah. well. I, I thought I signed an indefinite contract, but like, yeah, I, season deal. Deal. I think our new plan is we're going to go stop at every building in the city. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, good. <laughs> Let's go shopping. <laughs> we're at Frill's house now. We have to go to Eddie's house after, and then obviously we have to go spend a night, you know, wherever Rowan lives. And like, y'all, you still haven't gone to a tavern like they told you to. I mean, right? exactly. we probably still haven't gone to the hot springs. So, I mean, really, yes. it's take forever. And we got me like every everyone's extended family and then yeah. you know yeah. we've got a beach episode a there's, Halloween episode. there's a really romantic pool in the orchard that a lot of people go to just like to snuggle oh. to snu- <laughs> snuggle oh my god <laughs> oh. so <laughs> so we find not frill eddie and todrin not frill hmm frill is not there <clears throat> We find Noct, Eddie, and Tondrin relaxing in the home of Frill, in the lounge, sipping strawberry wine. Mm. It grew quiet as they all just looked at each other. <laughs> Eddie's enjoying themselves. <laughs> Noct is not breaking the silence. <laughs> He's deeply concentrating on his strawberry wine. <laughs> So, uh, and anyone else's guardians asking them suspicious questions like, "When are you going to get married?" and "I need grandbabies." Just me. Yeah. Oh no! Really? That's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, not at all. Uh, Can't, Can't say that they do. Luckily, my mothers understand that um, it is not a priority for me to get married for the foreseeable future, at least. 
Yeah, thankfully, I think in my case too, they they kind of assume that uh, nuptials of any kind would actually distract from the work that I'm doing, so they're not really expecting too much, which suits me fine. Tondra just like finishes the rest of his glass and just fills it again. I think it helps that my parents are elves and and thus forget that I have a much shorter lifespan than they are going to. I'm sure they didn't get together until they were about 300 or something. But where's the pressure coming from on your end, Tondrin? That seems like a... I don't want to say arbitrary, but I wonder why they're so concerned. It's just... Della, I don't know, she wants babies. That is a lot of pressure to put on someone. Mm -hmm. She's not even my mother. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like the city doesn't have babies elsewhere but plus i'm not an expert on the subject but um doesn't there have to be some sort of relationship that needs to happen before babies pop into being not necessarily no or like at least dating also not necessarily no well as i said not an expert uh yes that's abundantly clear (laughs) Tondrin is like sinking into the cushions, <laughs> deeply regretting this <laughs> train of thought. Tondrin, uh, from what I gather, your um, reading habits uh, seem to suggest a romantic soul. <laughs> Tondrin's trying to like fall into the wall, basically. <laughs> like, can I disappear? If I think about being a cushion hard enough, will it happen? <laughs> Tondrin doesn't have the same uh, shape shifting capabilities that Eddie does. <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> I mean, I did try dating once, but it, it didn't really work out. That's mm, interesting. <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> Apparently, just going to the observatory night after night and, you know, sitting there while I work is not um, a relationship and thus oh, it is. That doesn't I, sound very I'm, romantic at all. Look, I'm a very busy person and um, mm. I mean yeah I, I could have done better but it's just you'll not, know for next time it's not on my list of priorities I wasn't expecting it to happen it just happened well Tondrin at least you can claim that you're busy these days even if you're you know busy reading doing important very, things very busy is there anyone you have your eye on of course not just oh. Need more of this wine, I think. Mm, me too. Can I maybe have some of that before you finish it all? He looks at it. It's like, oh, <laughs> right. That's not just me. <laughs> like, leans over, hands it. Oh, we might need another bottle at this rate. Mm, why don't I get some? And we should save some of this particular one for Frill, because this was the one that they wanted to share with friends. So why don't I just fetch oh. something else from the cabinet and then hmm. she gets, gets up. Retrieves a bottle of the prettiest wine, like nice gold embossed label, mm. and puts it sort of in between. I assume there's a table, a coffee table of some kind. So between Noct and Tondrin. Does Frill want to come back at any point? I'm imagining it doesn't take that long to. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I think coming back now makes sense. <laughs> I just didn't want to like. I didn't want to interject on that. Well, how's the well? How's the layout of the house? You could we would probably intercept Eddie as they're coming back with another bottle and. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Oh my goodness! (laughs) This is our second bottle. They're so awkward. It's amazing. No, that's not very nice, Eddie. <laughs> oh, please, come on. Anyway, we saved you some of the nice wine, so come on, let's go have a seat. Okay, all right. <laughs> no one's being unfriendly. Okay, all right, I'm just checking. <sighs> Trying to be a good host, don't scare them. <sighs> oh, hmm. but it's my favorite. <laughs> Frill's just gonna pat Eddie on the shoulder, but like with a pointed look, and then go and sit in their chair. So, how is the wine? 
very very nice <laughs> yes it it's is delicious got, um what what's this new wine oh, this? Like, I, I just i just picked up whatever i thought looked the nicest it's not really discerning taste it's just my affection for things that sparkle something i can agree with mm. as you can as you can see mm-hmm <laughs> Pondren was telling us about his parents and the pressures that he faces at home. I wasn't. Oh. I wasn't really. Um, no, you, you were. Something about babies. Mm, yes. And babies? Parents wanting them. Tondren, are you planning on having babies soon? No. Poor <laughs> <laughs> sweet child. I just, I, th- I thought if my guardians were pressuring me surely yours were too and maybe it was something we could bond over but i was very wrong and i've made a huge mistake well perhaps different sorts of pressures but certainly not children i have to say very little pressure on my behalf but that's me being fortunate i guess Mm. not so a perk of not being from the city Mm. so for they don't they don't want you to find a partner or anything ah I, we, I, they've tried to talk to me about it before. I just, I don't, I don't want to talk to them about who I'm dating or who, who I am seeing that it feels, they tend to mind themselves when it comes to that, because I think I haven't been approached that often. I'm, I'm a bit, you know, Goliaths are not usually like me I think so it, there's not too much interest on my part so I don't think it was something they were ever really needed to be that worried about okay <laughs> have a word with your parents Tondren it, well, it sounds like it's making you uncomfortable everything makes me uncomfortable <sighs> I, th- I think it comes from them wanting wanting us to come into power with extra support or something like they all have they all have someone to confide in while they make decisions and uh, I don't know maybe I'm the only one that they think can't do it alone I'm drinking too much and that's also a little unfair too you're quite a bit larger than I am Um, but I think that you know and like just take the bottle of wine out of Tondren's hands and just like put it back on the table. <laughs> you know, I think there's something to be said for the fact that our families don't really seem to interact a whole lot with one another outside of the council meetings. This is good. This, you know, Rowan included, who, you know, whether she's sleeping or not, we'll never know. Um, but I think that a support system can come from things outside of a partnership, can't they? Or you could just not need any support, which isn't that unusual, I don't think. Well, some people are quite happy on their own. Are we? We're talking about you now. I think some that's. People. I think that's what's happening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> has like a deep look of like concern on the. <laughs> Also, out of character, like, Frill has full permission to, like, send Eddie to bed if they make too many people uncomfortable. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie knows they're naughty. <laughs> mm. But yeah, um, sort of looking pointedly at Noct. Who are they? They're still sitting on the same couch, I assume, yeah? Just like at opposite ends. Yes. Um, who I, And also, to be fair, I think that Eddie would have sat just like a little bit closer than they did before. Not like mm. close enough to be like, ooh, yikes, but yeah, you know, like, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, sure, you know, surely you surely you must have some kind of support in your life. You know, close friend, sibling, no? Friends. Um, well, well I, I've mentioned <laughs> Adolphus, I mean, he's dead, but I mean, it's almost like he's still there. And, um, you know, I'd have um, my um, pets. Really? I mean, honestly, no. But but, but, this shouldn't be an investigation into my personal life. I'm quite happy. 
It's not an investigation. It's a conversation. I was asking a question. That's what people who may become friends do. This is what... This is friends. Okay. Well, it's good to know. Getting there. Getting there. You know, you kind of... You know, it's nice if you want it to happen, but... Well, this is new, but it is not unpleasant. I will... That's I'll, good. I'll take, take that. that start. Hmm. How, how nice. Okay. That's delightful. See? You're making progress already. So, Tondren, I don't think you've got anything to worry about. And, I mean, what Noct said is fair. You should tell your parents to mind their own business. Yeah. That oh, yes. doesn't seem like something you should rush into, especially if it's to make someone else happy. Maybe it would make me happy too, someday. Ideally. But, you know, there's no sense in rushing it. I'm really tired. I'm gonna go. Okay. <laughs> I'll take you to- I'll take you. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I, like, it worked once, I'm gonna try. <laughs> Bro, I just- I saw Vixie doing this and I was like, I'm just gonna pick him up. No! That's horrible. No. No, that would be the worst. So <laughs> insulting. <laughs> I know. Like, okay, bring the little baby to bed. <laughs> no, Frill is gonna do that thing though, the like cupping behind the elbow and like lead Tondren. And like Frill really doesn't get that any of this. Frill's like, oh, we're having like friendly time. Like even Eddie being like sassy, Frill doesn't like super get that like, oh it's fine. Everyone's a little uncomfortable. I'm always uncomfortable and awkward, so this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> so just lead Tondren away up the hall to he loves that about Frill. <laughs> Again, the most romantic room. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about the <laughs> yeah. Which is even better after this one. <laughs> describe it. Describe it. <laughs> yeah, what does this room look like? Heart shaped so, beds. <laughs> not a heart shaped bed, but it is like it's a very like sort of satin-esque quilted throw on the bed. There are sort of a multitude, maybe too many pillows. There are two lamps that are very like filigree metal. And it's a very sort of um, like romantic kind of luscious, not like a dark purple, but like a purple. It's not like dark, dark, but it's like a rich purple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the curtains are like, Gently wafting lace. <laughs> <laughs> so Tondren is gonna like stop at the door and look up at Frill for a second. This isn't your your room, is it? No, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Th- thanks. Um, good night. Na- good night. <laughs> Have a good sleep, Tondren. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe, maybe none of you, none of you know or see it, but he opens his little backpack and he takes out a very well-worn book. Oh, and he gets in the pillows and he just <laughs> tries to read. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> oh what a good boy. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um i think in the meantime while while they were kind of going off i think uh eddie would just sort of throw a good night tondren um and then just sort of look back at knocked who suddenly realized that now that tondren's gone to bed that leaves them alone (laughs) which eddie knows very well (laughs) i I mean i i suppose i should think about going to bed too hmm I don't know why, but I figured you'd be kind of a, a night owl. I mean, I am, really. Uh, mm. But, uh, you know, I, I gotta get up early in the morning and go bite some trees. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like fun. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, normally, when you know, if you're up at night, are you, are you working, studying? You seem to be very busy. Well, as uh, head of astronomy, I spend a lot of time gazing out at the night sky, mapping stars and, you know, writing journals and stuff. So, yeah, a lot 
work, but it's it's also a hobby, you know. It's uh, you enjoy it then. Oh, oh yes, it's it's my favorite thing. And That's good. Still, Cove looks uh, quite beautiful from the top of the tower. Hmm, I can imagine. It started to sound lonely until you said that, but that does sound really nice. Well, you have to come up and see it sometime. Love to. That sounds great. Frill at this point has made it to the room, but like heard this and is like back against the wall in the hallway, just like waiting to see if this progresses so they can decide whether they're actually coming into the room or if they're going to go pretend that Tom Dren needed to help finding the bathroom. <laughs> uh, what, what about you? What, what do you like to do with your spare time? Hmm. I actually look at the ocean quite a bit. If I'm not in it, I'm thinking about it or, you know. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from on the stars thing. Mm. The ocean is kind of everything. Until lately, I was actually away for a while during uh, the breaks between these meetings. Most of the time, I'm actually working, um, but not from the city. I work from the ships. Would being a council member uh, affect your ability to be in the sea? It will. That's sad. It is. Have you ever thought about not accepting the position? I have. Brill, I know you're listening. You can come uh, in. Uh, um, I just got here, Eddie. Brill's <laughs> gonna stuck into the room, but is like bright, like purplish gray, like whatever color Goliath's blush. <laughs> They are that. <clears throat> I just paused for a moment mm-hmm. to straighten up my tunic. That's quite all right. It's not like you were interrupting anything. No, no, it looks lovely. Come on in. Have, have some of this wine. You, you brought this out for us and, and you haven't had much. Frill is going to very deliberately sort of wide-eyed, like, pour a glass and then <laughs> step on it, like, trying to will the, like, heat out of their Because <laughs> wine usually helps with that so much. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, question. Out of character. Oh, what are I was dying! <laughs> what, are the dogs, what are the dogs doing? <laughs> Oh, they're they're doing dog things. Okay, they're not like, yeah. Are they around us? Are they like, because I imagine they were kind of following Frill around, but if they're not, then. Yeah, um, I feel like, sorry, one of them, um, can I ever remember the names of my freaking dogs? Polywog. Polywog and Alabaster. I can just never remember. Give me one second. Polywog is the Pomeranian one. Uh. The larger of the two tiny dogs has been following Frill. The other one has been hanging out, probably sitting in front of the couch, staring at one of you two or both. <laughs> they like staring. We've established yes. this. Yes, they do. The two that <laughs> dominance don't like problems. Dog <laughs> yes. Uh huh. It's mostly That's a classic dog move. It's also just yeah. like just these two dogs, because like Eddie being a druid loves animals and nature in general. It's just the fact that these like these dogs are like rats to them. They're very just like oh. small and strange and like the fact that they do stare. <laughs> they do tiny little freaks of nature. Yeah. They have very sensitive qualities about them, these dogs. Mm-hmm. It's like they can see through your soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you excited for tomorrow, Frill? I, I, I don't really, I, you know, me, I don't like fighting, so I'm not so excited about violence, Mm -hmm. but I am excited for us to go together. This has been all things said, and I guess I sort of, have the bias of not having found out dramatic things about my loved ones. So that might just be a, a me problem. Um, it's been all things said, kind of a nice experience. <laughs> kind of. Some of it. In some uh, ways. Some of, some yeah. Of it, yes. Yeah. Um, some of it's been very bad, but uh, a little worried about what else we're going to find. Mm. 
I'm worried about Rowan. Yes. Hmm. She seems to... Hmm. How do I put this gently? Uh, not have taken things incredibly well. Not terribly, mind you. But no. from what I know of her, she seems to keep her distance anyhow, and I can't imagine this will help at all. But seeing how, how, we... how do you deal with something like that, though? I mean, hmm. we just Fair went enough. to see her brother that she didn't even know that she had. And... Mm. Mm. Fair. She, yeah... I don't know. I just feel like this is hard to quantify because, of course, I'm not in the same situation, but it almost feels like I would be wanting more information. And she seems to want to retreat, which, well, again, again, depends on the person. But I think when you've lived your life one way and then you find out suddenly that everything you believed is completely different and... I mean, it just can't be easy to just accept something like that. I mean, what does it mean for her? Mm. Yeah. It's I, very sad. Yes. So I, I think we should just, I don't know, be there for her if she wants to talk about it. But if she doesn't want to talk about it, don't push things. I, I think that's how it works. This whole being supportive thing. You're doing great already. Look at you. Oh, this is stressful. <laughs> well, I suppose we should be sure to tell her tomorrow that, you know, we support her in that way. Um, maybe not me. I'm not the most delicate of people, but, you know, someone who has, you know, yeah, frill, kindness. No, what would be a good, an excellent thing. choice? I can yes. maybe write her a letter or something and leave it under the. No, that's a bit much. Just <laughs> out of character, just slide it under her door. Yeah. And then we'll just slide right, right in. We support you, and it's just we signed by everyone else. <laughs> it's like four DMs from everybody. Like, <laughs> it's everyone's different handwriting. <laughs> oh. You okay? <laughs> yes, yes, are, yes. We, are we drunk enough to do this like a little checklist like, oh my are God. you okay no <laughs> frill for sure is not drunk enough to let this happen <laughs> rowan hi how are you handling this well this is a two-story building right frill yes does the window unlock? Uh, I would say th- I don't think you're locked inside because that would be even disturbing. if it did, you could very you could, easily um, unlock it. You know, yeah. Rowan has some things she wants to go figure out briefly. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's up to Bree as to whether or not that happens now or in a little bit. <laughs> I mean, uh, would Rowan have waited for everyone to go to sleep? No. <laughs> All right. We thought so, about it, but no. <laughs> so, uh, well, first, first, you're going to need to get out of this two-story building. So, if you could yeah. just d- general dexterity, yeah. probably acrobatic sounds right. Probably. Isn't this like the just second window you jumped out of? Yes. Yes. Also, the other one was in a dream. I well, like, <laughs> but but yes. Um, okay, acrobatics. That's gonna be pretty good. Twenty-five. It is beautiful. If anyone had been there to see it, <laughs> oh my God! If anyone had been the circus, like you know, to the landing. Oh yeah, all of it. Just, <laughs> oh, it was, it was perfect. So, where are you going? What are you doing? Uh, yeah. So I'll try to stick to the sh- to the main passages, like casual walking and whatnot. You know, so no one seems suspicious. Um, and I'm gonna head straight to the orphanage, but try to avoid, like, getting anywhere near any of our parents' houses along the way. Okay, so... Especially mine. The orphanage from Frill's house is about (laughs) three hours walking. If you were just gonna start walking there, it's, it's like, on the other side of the city. So, Mm -hmm. you can do that being... Uh, semi, oh, gotta Casual. take this way, gotta take this way. It'll take about three hours doing that. 
And if you want to try and lessen that time somehow, mm-hmm. ex- explain how you'll do that. And are you trying to be stealthy about this? Or you're just like, how are you? Not really stealthy because as long as I'm avoiding going near, frankly, like, I, if I get near anyone else's houses, that's fine. I'm trying to avoid my house more so. Um, okay. But yeah, I could take shortcuts. I could be aligned through certain areas if need oh, be. Okay. I'm going to say that just doing that, taking your time, kind of making sure you're not getting spotted. Like it'll maybe when it's not a residential area, just kind of going quicker. Yeah. All right. So that will, yeah. that will take you about three hours out of your night to okay. get there. So I will say you do get there. Uh, would you like to describe this orphanage that your dads have built? Oh, gosh. And, sure. and funded and... Have we, because I know we talked about it briefly, is this one that's kind of like right in the city or is it like slightly, kind of like where we're at right now is like a little outside? This this is a newer one, but on the other side. Yeah. Like, but, because that's where I'm guessing you're going hang out with your little friend who gave you a, a note. His Nico, I think. Little, little Nico, Pretty yeah. Sure. Pretty sure, yeah. Um, well, you know, it's nothing overly fancy because it's an orphanage. But I would bet, because um, most of the city is made out of like a certain type of stone, I believe. Um, so it's probably a lot of the same stone, but also has some wood elements to it. And it's probably, you know, fairly moderately sized because there's probably a decent number of kids, not too, too many. Um, probably two stories. Goes back a bit. Probably has a little like playgroundy thing next to it. Because, you know, kids got to have something to do <laughs> other than running around town all day doing nothing. Um yeah. Okay. I don't know. I haven't thought about it a lot. Um, so it's not, it's not super late because it, it's kind of harvest time. The sunset pretty early. I would sure. say it's like maybe eight or nine o'clock. The, if the kids haven't already been put to bed, they should have been. And so, you know, it might be a little, I don't know, you might have to a- avoid some wandering caretakers, but... It should be quieting down. Yeah. What's your plan? Um, so I'm not inside yet. So are any of them outside? Any of the kids or the caretakers? Oh, they're all they're all inside, and you can see lights <laughs> flickering on. Someone's yelling and then flicking off again. <laughs> like the bedtime, like turn off your lights. Yes, stop it. Ah! Okay, I'll. Since it's normal for me to come here, I'll just go inside. I'm not. I'm not as worried about the caretakers. All right, the door is locked though. It's nighttime. Their back door? I mean, you know how to get into this building, I'm guessing. Cool. Probably. All right. Uh, You're just, you're going to have to probably unlock one of the back entrances or a window, maybe. Yeah, I would do that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, because if they've already locked the front door, it would look a little suspicious to start, like, lockpicking the front door where people can see. So, yeah, I'll go around to the back. I'll try picking a door first. I got to remember how to do that. Um, I know I roll a d20, so let's start there. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Is, is it an expertise for you or no? N- just proficiency. Well, okay, 15. You're done. Cool. You're in. Cool. Uh, you are, right now you're in like the mess hall where all the, they try to eat and they try to keep it clean as best they can. It's yeah, not, it's not great. super clean. Um, cool. roll like a, a stealth, a stealth check. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Same number as before. Um, that's the wrong number. Um, 18. Okay. Um, I can't read my sheet. You make your way up to the yep. little the little bunk room pretty easily. Somebody's screaming on the other side of the building, and then someone else is running that way too to like help out. So you just go the other way <laughs> and just, just, like slink to the wall. And then they're running past it. They're like, "Oh my! I just want to go to sleep." And they're <laughs> not even caring, which is probably bad. But, you know, I guess there's not too many thieves breaking into the orphanage, so. Uh, sounds about right. All right. Um, um, so you can make your way to the, the little bunk where Nico usually sleeps. But what are you going to do? And now there's like a bunk full of I'm rowdy bet, children. I'm going to bet we have some sort of knock that says like, hey, it's me. So I'm going to do that little knock. All right. You'll, you'll probably wait. And then eventually... <laughs> um, just for <laughs> all right you can tell that he is trying his best to sneak along the wooden floors <laughs> and he is hitting every every creek freaking creek on those boards he needs practice 
you make a mental note to teach him later. <laughs> but like eventually the door it opens, but then it goes <laughs> and he stops and he like looks around and then he sees you. And then he, like, slips out of the door, but he didn't open it enough, and so he, he has to open it some more before he can close it behind him. I heard, I heard, yeah, you're not, hey. I heard it. Hey. Hey. Are you okay? Yeah. You Watch my voice go high-pitched, because I'm talking to a child. Uh. You're, you're visiting me at night? Well, yeah, I mean, okay, out of character request. Was it him that got attacked or another kid? It was him, but he said it was someone yeah. else. That's why. You're yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, I just, I had to make sure you were okay. We went and checked it out. There were these, like, suits of armor or something. But we, we got rid of them all. Oh. Do you think that's what it was that you saw? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It was so dark. I couldn't see anything. And then you all went, of a sudden, there was, like, a, I was being crushed. It was awful. Did you go, so were you in the library when it happened? Or did you, like, go through, there was, like, this tree thing. Yeah. I, may, I maybe should have said something. It's okay. It's okay. We figured it out. No big deal. Um, He's blushing, like, <laughs> super hard right now. And I'm playing the, like, trying not to spook the child. Like, it's okay. Which he's very okay. much mistaking as flirting. That's... Rowan wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> she'd have no idea. Um, and I'm just kind of like... During this whole conversation, I'm, like, keeping, since we're in the hall, like, right outside the door, I'm, like, looking both ways and keeping low tones of voice and just trying to make sure nobody, I mean, if a kid walks by, whatever, but trying I to mean, make sure they, they know who you are. It would just be a little awkward. Yeah. Is that the only, like, weird thing that you've heard about happening recently? Well, yeah, I just wasn't maybe supposed to be there. There used to be, okay, so there used to be this really nice tapestry that hung over that part of the wall. And it had, like, well, I don't think I was supposed to ever look at it, you know. But it was just so nice, and the the ladies on it were just so pretty. But it was gone, and I don't know, I just suddenly realized that, I don't know. What? I I'm just, not. and I, I, I just was sad, you know, so I touched where it used to be, but my hand went through, and I don't know, I just, then I was there. I mean, curiosity's not a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is that all you wanted to talk to me about? No. Um, yeah, we went down there, and we went past the suits of armor, we found all this stuff, and, I don't know, this might sound crazy, but I think... My dads knew about it. I don't know if they knew about everything down there. But they're so nice. You know. The last time Andon came to visit, he gave me this bread. And, it, okay, you know that I like bread. But when he made it, was like it had some icing in it, but on the inside. So when you bit into it, you didn't know it was there. But it was so hot that I burned myself. But I still ate it because it was so good. And then, then the next time that he visited, and he's going to keep talking until you stop. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan, Rowan got distracted thinking, yeah, that stuff is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> she's like, mm, I like chocolate croissants. Um, okay, she'll kind of like wave him down for a second. And say, okay, okay, okay. I yeah, I know they're they're. They're mostly nice, but that doesn't mean, I hate to say this, but nice people lie to. No, and you would never lie to me. I wouldn't lie to you unless it was something, you know how the tapestry disappeared and your hand went through the thing, right? Yeah. I would only lie to you if it meant that you weren't going to go get yourself hurt. Does that make sense? I guess. Like, if I were to tell you that we're going to the woods tomorrow because we heard some trees attack some people, what? would you go? Yeah. Why? So, did... why would I tell you? Because I wouldn't... Rowan has no idea how to do this. She's but trying her best. Going through it. If I, I wouldn't... I would lie to you and say, hey, the woods are fine. Don't go near the woods. But then you'd be more interested in going to the woods. So, sometimes adults lie. So, I shouldn't go to the woods. Definitely don't go to the woods. Not tomorrow. Why are, why are you going to the woods? I mean, if we're supposed to, like, be in charge or whatever, we gotta help people not die, 
right? That's what That's the soldiers are for. for. Well, I know, but the sol- the soldiers are also run by the council, and, you know, that's, like, my future or whatever. Not with the soldiers, but... Anyway, anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> You're talking to, like, a 16-year-old. Of course you are. <laughs> yep. Can you, and maybe one of your friends, do me a big favor? Anything. Sorry. (laughs) Can you follow my dads around tomorrow? Like, not super close. I don't really want them to notice you. Well, I'm really good at sneaking around. Yes. (laughs) Rose having those like doubts in her mind, like, um, I mean, worse if if they spot you. You can just say you were looking for me, right? That's true. I'm always looking for you. Exactly. We hang out a lot. So it wouldn't be entirely inaccurate. But that's like worst case scenario. Try not to let them see you. But I just, I want to know what they're up to, if anything. I haven't seen them since this morning. And so they might, I don't know, they might break normal patterns. You know what I mean? Okay, I can, oh, I can do this for you. Yes, I will do it. I will do so. Okay, so okay, but remember, casual. Of course, like, then so want them sneaky. They won't even see me. I promised. I've been practicing. Okay, is that is that all? And he's gonna like raise his arms like for a hug, but then like put them down. <laughs> Cute. I. I'm going to give him a hug. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him, as we're hugging, I'm going to tell him, I'm really glad you're okay. Sorry I couldn't respond to your message quicker this morning. Yeah, yeah sorry I cried. They were so scary. Dude, seriously. Hmm. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you're fine. All right. Um, I should go. I'm going to try to, try, to yeah. try to step in different spots back to your bed, you know? Oh, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. You'll figure it out. It took me years to figure out which steps in our house didn't creak. Okay. Okay. Just practice. Practice. You got this. All right. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go like that. High five. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll see you later. I kind of. Okay. Good night. I sneak back down the hall. (laughs) Run away. (laughs) Easy peasy. All right. Um, do you go straight back to Frill's house, or where are you going? What are you doing? She hesitates for about like two minutes and then goes back to Frill's house. Oh, because as much as she would like to also go stare at her house, that's risky. Okay. And she does not want a confrontation right now. Okay. Well, you didn't take that long, so I'm gonna. You probably get back around oh, midnight, one o'clock. Plenty of time to rest and sleep and eat or whatever you want to do. Cool. Um, no problem. Um, Basically collapses on the bed when she gets back and just stares at the ceiling for a little while. (laughs) Are there any notes on the floor? (laughs) Did anyone write any notes? Did anyone? (laughs) Okay. I think maybe around the uh, whatever number of glasses of wine, uh, a note was... Started and then thrown in the fire. (laughs) (laughs) So then, I guess the next question is when? When did everyone else go to sleep? Uh, I think if if Noct had written that note in public in public, because I assume that not every room has a fireplace. So I assume that like the fireplace is in like the main kind of place where they're all hanging out. If Eddie had seen them write that note. They would have gone to bed after that. <laughs> like, okay, I think uh, I've had one too many. <laughs> I've had enough to drink, and that's saying something. So I'm gonna go. Uh, an excellent idea. I I think also, I have also had quite enough. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Because I also think fresh for the morning. <laughs> Frill probably at this point looks very tired also, because I think Frill's probably the kind of big baby who goes to bed at, like, early o'clock, but has been, like, 
Stay I'm a host. <laughs> I got it. I want to hang out with my new friends. Uh, but I have to just close one eye at a time. <laughs> you just like really have dust in one eye and only one at a time. So I think as soon as other people are moving to go, Frill's going to be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh since eddie feels so comfortable in this place eddie's just gonna like stand up holding their dirty glass and couple of the empty bottles yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think i'm done for the night i'm gonna go put these in a place knock like gets up and then it's like oh <laughs> maybe that's one too many <laughs> Slightly bumps into the furniture. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's a chair. Hold, hold on, hold oh, on. Yes, hold on. that's, it. that's it. <laughs> Eddie comes back and sort of takes their glass off the table, but sort of pointed it, looks up at them, and just says, "Don't move." Goes over, puts the glasses down, and fills, uh, well, rinses, and then fills Noct's glass full of water and brings it back and just sort of puts it in his hand thanks I didn't move <laughs> I'm so proud of you now drink this thank you you're welcome Frill is like beaming sleepily but also like <laughs> these babies look at them Phil, <laughs> oh, would you uh, would you like to do the honours sort of gently puts an, a hand on Nock's shoulder and looks up at Frill. Of course. Follow me after me, Nock. Frill's going to do the same, like, light under elbow tooch. Of, oh. I, if you fall down, I have your arm. But, like, I'm not going to squeeze. I'm just, like, you know. <laughs> and then lead. And I, I think Frill knows that Eddie will just Eddie's going to follow them to their room anyway, so lead. Knocked up the hall and opened a door to the most ornate of the rooms. <laughs> um, this one is also technically the library, so it's the one that has um, the Tan's entire collection of books, so kind of half of the room is a collection of books, and then there's actually, it's technically a day bed, but it is a large size day bed. So it's just all books and a big, like kind of the biggest window in the house. So this is like in the center of the second floor, like looking out over everything with like a clear view over the fields. And then it's just like library books with like a little seating area and a day bed. Like my real life dream room. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm. This is, I think all of us are dreaming. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I almost wish I hadn't had so much to drink so I could properly appreciate this. This is wonderful. Thank you. No problem. If you ever want to come back and read anything, my house is always open to you. What, like, alone? Yeah, yes, of course. Like, you visit? want to come visit. I'm here a lot. <laughs> it's you true. Just come and they read are. Also. Says Eddie from the doorway. I assume Eddie, where Eddie was staying was past that because they're staying in, I assume they're staying mm. in Phil's room. So they're just kind of still hanging back a little bit, letting them have their moment. But yep, they're here a lot. Uh, I, I might just have to. I, I don't have some of these. Amazing. Uh, well, I'm going to go to bed now. Of course. Have a very nice sleep, Noct. And Frill is going to do a 180 and walk out the door past Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my water and then spills a little bit. Oh. <laughs> dreams. Eddie's just going to turn around and just... <laughs> 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 like, close the door and then oh, on the other side of it. <laughs> I love these awkward babies. <laughs> They're like, how do I friend? <laughs> how do I participate in a friendship? This is the hardest day of my life. <laughs> even even harder than fighting all those suits of armor this morning. <laughs> so I guess we'll just careen down the careen. That's the wrong word. <laughs> we knew. 
<laughs> yeah, we're not newing. It's not like that awkward. We're just gonna walk. I feel like Frill's room is probably at the end of the hall. Um, and Frill's room is probably just literally full of pillows and stuffed animals and like brightly colored paintings and just like colors. I think right right before you get to your room, <laughs> your your uh, guardian's door opens. <gasps> and uh there's Felian. Like thought you kids would never go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't know we kept you awake. I was wondering where they were. <laughs> this it echoes. Uh but you know it's nice. You should you should bring him over more often, I think. Okay. Just warn us I'm next like, time. Sorry, Felian. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Eddie. Okay. I'm gonna write. Why are you here? I mean, I, not not that you're not welcome. I just... What happened? The oh. We just... Wine. Wine. Yeah. It was wine. It was mostly wine. I drank it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's nice, huh? Glad, glad to see you're all getting along. I'm gonna go back to bed. Okay, good night. Have a nice sleep. Yeah, you You too, keep it down. <laughs> Close the door and like, <laughs> run away. <laughs> like, I don't know how to deal with this kid having friends over one time. <laughs> I was just gonna grin up at Frill. Like, <laughs> Spent, spent the last 33 years raising this kid and they never had a sleep over what literally keep it down what are we gonna okay. do <laughs> he's not sure but he's okay with Bro. it it's I love that we're not even kids either we're like fully grown adults we're like 30 something are they not all like 37 yeah. right 37 yeah, yeah. yeah. 37 yeah wow not in this like early twenties, I'd say. I never put a specific. Age I on. I didn't think it was super important for. Yeah. So it's fine. Um, everyone can unless you need like an extra scene. Everyone will go to bed and get full rest benefits, long rest benefits. Oh, that didn't sound like good until it came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, Eddie will have, have cuddled their favorite giant stuffed turtle. Oh, Well, and the, <laughs> <laughs> the dogs will turn around in a circle like 37 times each to find a good place to lay somewhere around. One of them will probably lay as close as they feel Eddie will let them lay to them. Alabaster's going to try to lay by Eddie. Eddie's a little a little bit tipsy, so Eddie allows this. <laughs> oh boy. Well, it's a, it's a very long night for some of you, a short night for others. <laughs> uh, hit points restored, spell slots, A-OK. The Decay of Stilcove is made possible by the ITU Crew, who can be found on Twitter and Twitch at ITU Crew, and is edited and produced by Pretty Ideal, the dungeon master for this campaign. The theme music is produced by Sassy Dragon, who can be found on Twitter and Twitch at Sassy Dragon with two Ys. Rowan is played by Laura, who can be found on Twitter at Leliana. Eddie is played by Rue, who can be found on Twitter at Saki and on Twitch at Asquilus. Noct is played by Rev, who can be found on Twitter at Reverie Terribly. Frill is played by Vixie, who can be found on Twitter at Vixie B. And if you're still listening, have a wonderful day. <laughs>